We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. She's one of Australia's most recognised faces, an actor, author and a mother of six. But for more than three decades, Madeleine West has harboured a dark secret. She was sexually abused as a young child for years by a monster who lived in the same town. He assaulted her many, many times. For some periods, it was a daily occurrence. I was the victim of aggravated sex abuse from the age of five to ten, West said, and she fears she's not the only one. I'm now seeking justice, she said. For legal reasons, the neighbours and underbelly actor cannot reveal more details about the attacks, but in break- Making her silence for the first time, she hoped her story might encourage others to speak out and help put abusers behind bars. I don't feel great about exposing this publicly, but I don't want to feed into the conspiracy of silence, the 42-year-old said. Anyone out there who's posting, watching or hurting a child, your time is up. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Roads will be made safer and more flood resilient and commutes will be quicker under a $1 billion transport splurge in Western Sydney. In its first significant election promise this year, the Perite government will deliver on big-ticket road projects. Premier Dominic Perite will make the announcement today, hoping to put a full stop on a week dominated by his Nazi fancy dress controversy. Describing the package as a game-changer, Mr Perite said the investment in the West's road network would keep people moving, reduce congestion and boost flood resilience. We're backing Western Sydney communities by making their roads safer, making sure they spend less time on the road and getting tradies and other businesses to where they need to go quicker, he said. The first three projects worth $400 million will be revealed today, with another $600 million to be spent on other road infrastructure. The West, which is now home to more than 2.5 million people, will be a key battleground in an election both parties say is going down to the wire. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Parents intent on sending their kids to a top-rated public school are running out of options for suburbs with an affordable cost of living. A review of how much it costs to live within the catchment areas of 150 top-ranked public primary schools in Sydney showed house prices averaged under $1.4 million near only 14 of the schools. Buying a house near the bulk of the top-rated schools required spending more than $2 million on average. And in nine of the top school catchments, house buyers needed a budget of of at least $4 million, according to the analysis of property prices near the top 150 schools ranked by researcher Better Education. Most catchments near the top-rated public schools were also low-density suburbs, with few apartments and only a handful of rental properties. It comes as finder.com.au research showed Sydney families are increasingly pulling their kids out of private schools and going public to cushion the soaring cost of living. 
And Taronga Zoo's lions will not return to their enclosure for several weeks until a rigorous review and fence repairs are completed, despite the original contractor believing it to be a relatively easy fix. The lion's den will be empty for the remainder of the school holidays, with the big cats relegated to a back-of-house area after their highly publicised escape on November 2nd. Five of the seven African lions kept at the savannah enclosure were able to create a gap and squeeze through a fence around 6.30am after clamps on the mesh fence failed, allowing a tension cable to unravel. Their escape led to campers taking part in the Roar and Snore program and school children in the Zoo Snooze Overnight program being rushed to safe houses, with the lions finally contained about 9am. A zoo spokeswoman said the lions would not return to their enclosure until an independent review was finalised into how the fence fastenings failed. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.